0: Welcome to ContenderCast, a leadership conversation centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now here's your host, Justin Hahnemann.
1: Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast for shining a light on bright ideas. And today we're talking about the event staffing business, a really cool new platform. If you're a bartender, like you're going to love this podcast. If you love the service business, you're going to love this podcast. Um, on the podcast today is founder of Tend Davis Waddell Davis, thanks so much for joining us on the Contender Cast. Thank you for having me dude, I am super excited about this. So Tend, this is really, really cool. Yeah, When I saw the uh, pitch on Hero, I was like, man, this is really interesting and something I haven't covered before. So I was super excited to talk to you. And I'd love to start with first, you're a finance guy by background, spent a lot of time, big company, Disney and investment banking and whatnot. How did you decide, you know what, I'm going to go start a business. Let's start there.
0: Yeah, uh, very good question. Um, so yeah, as you mentioned, kind of my my background. So I went to Princeton, graduated, and um, took a job working for Disney. And it was a really cool program. I was looking at a couple different options. Uh, one was to do sort of the investment banking track. Uh, I was also looking at doing consulting, and ultimately chose Disney because I have always really wanted to start my own company, and I felt like. Starting there at a company that has everything figured out, they have the best systems in place, they have amazing processes to do all these things, really one of the best clients to find um, that if I wanted to learn how to you know, start a good company, that that was probably the best place for me to learn. So that was really, you know, even three years ago, four years ago now, when I took that job at Disney, um, I was already thinking down the road about, okay, I really want to learn from the best.
1: Absolutely, great place to learn. I spent a little time there actually, in early 2000s, doing some CRM work, and I was so impressed by the company. It's one of those places that you know they, they're always reinventing themselves, and, and you know you think about just the the front end part that you experience in the theme park, but I mean just their their back end systems, process, people is just amazing.
0: Yeah, exactly. So kind of when I um, when I went through that program and you know changed jobs and saw a couple different roles, um, I. You know, one thing that I was put in charge of, kind of my second year, was I would run recruiting for uh, undergraduates. So I was in charge of sort of backfilling my position and doing for corporate treasury and for the Parks and Resorts Global Development. So we were doing all these events for current undergrads and, and MBA students too. And you know, I was in charge of logistics for this, and so I'd have to hire the bartenders and the servers and you know, get the food there and all that. And one thing that you know struck me is that there wasn't really a great option. Um, I, I kind of felt like you know, there was a bunch of different local staffing companies. Sure. You can't really tell if they're any good or not. You don't know if they're trustworthy. You don't know if they're insured. Kind of have to <laughs> right. do a lot of, of digging, right? To like sort of evaluate. They might have a nice website, but not be that great, or they're great, but don't have a nice website. And I just kind of remember, you know, two years ago being struck by the thought that I was kind of surprised there wasn't a, um, a big player in the space. There wasn't a company that came with, you know, you don't have to worry about the quality or, um, any of the logistical stuff. If you could just show up and they would do a great job and they could you know do events anywhere. So I kind of felt like, hey, there's an opportunity here to build that company. So about a year later, I um, left Disney and started 10.
1: I think this is really cool. And th- so I love the line here. Innovative new event staffing platform that's Tend, right? And it's the first ever digital marketplace for event staffing, connecting event hosts to their network of tenders, bartender servers, and waitstaff. staff. I think this is really, really cool. And so when you decided, you know, this is something you wanted to basically create the marketplace for, did you choose a specific market or a client, or how did you decide to get where to get started?
0: Yeah, great question. So we started um, with just bartenders, actually. Yep. And the reason we started there was that. I knew that the supply side was going to be really easy, you know, right. <laughs> the, big, the big challenge with any, with any marketplace, and this is, you know, talking to mentors and uh, some DCs early on was, you know, it's hard enough to get one side of it, right? Getting twos is really, really, you know, nearly impossible, except for in a few notable cases. So I kind of thought, well, okay, at least I give myself a good chance here because there's a ton of people, especially in Los Angeles who were bartenders or are bartenders and would love to pick up chefs, you know, and especially given the, the flexibility and the tips, and the way kind of all that works out that I would have little trouble attracting really good people, um, on the supply side. And then, you know, I'll try to go find some clients. And, um, we, so we started there and started working with caterers, um, event planners, event venues, people that already have existing business. And we could just sort of piggyback on that and you know, it's a go-to resource for them. And, um, pretty quickly I realized that they wanted not only bartenders, but service staff, sure. um, wait staff, busters, the whole thing. And that, you know, we were really going to be able to provide value if we could, if we were a one-stop shop for all those. So that was kind of how we saw with bartenders. Then pretty quickly on, um, expanded our services a bit
1: now how did you vet talent in other words you said there's a lot of supply of of individuals that could fill roles right but how do you screen and make sure you have the right people on the team and and can bring the best to a client
0: yeah i think that's actually the single most important thing that we do you know people i think the the obvious comparison that people say is oh it's uber for bartenders (laughs) that's true and that's not—it's ina- not inaccurate. But I always like to say, actually, I think of us more as like an energy List um, for event staff, in that staff, and that really it. the value of providing is the upfront vetting and doing a lot of interview. We you know we, we have a five-step interview process. Involves we do a phone interview, um, we do an in-person interview for bartenders. We do a pour test for servants. We do um, a basic service test. We call we call two references because you know the time. I mean, yes, it, it does take time upfront. Um, but the truth is that not having to worry about the quality of people you're sending out is, it just makes my life a lot easier. And also that really is our product. So we, if we send
1: someone. It's your brand, caterer, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: And we send someone out and they, the caterer or planner isn't satisfied with it yet. They're probably never going to use us again. And on the flip side of things, if we send them someone they absolutely love, they're going to call us the very next week and use us again. So the time that we spend up front, though, it does take a lot of time and effort. Is you know pays dividends many times that um, sure as time goes on.
1: Well, and I could easily see how word of mouth would carry you know, this type of service or platform, especially in the industry that you're you're focused on, right? And in the service business. So, what about on the side in terms of clients and client and and kind of business building? Are you focused on like more corporate events or individual home parties and things like that? Or what's been your focus thus far?
0: Yeah, we so we actually have a pretty broad set of customers. You know, because I, I review our product as. Just a great staff of people spread across a pretty wide geographic area,
1: sure. and
0: a efficient tech, you know, way to to staff them. Right? So we do events. We do 60th birthday parties. Uh, we do. <laughs> we work with some actual bars and restaurants to do last minute replacements. Um, we started most of all. I think we're, we're a bit different than other people who have tried to do similar stuff, as we've really focused on the event space and targeting event professionals specifically, because they already have. Great businesses that are going, and if they are finding value in what we're doing, um, it's a really good way for us to grow. So we really are focused on being having really fruitful, positive relationships ongoing with caterers and event venues that are hiring us every week or multiple times per week. Um, We do a lot of a lot of weddings, so that's really been our focus. I think as we get older and and as the word of mouth, the note spreads a bit, um, we'll start doing a more and more you know, a greater percentage of our business will come from um, sort of like consumer random events, holiday parties, birthday parties, that sort of thing.
1: Sure. And so uh, with any startup, obviously, you know, you're limited in terms of funds and people and resources. So have you chosen a specific market to focus on initially so that you can do the screening of t- bartenders and, and build some business in that in a specific geography?
0: Yeah. So we started with um, basically Los Angeles defined as, you know, the valley of Listeners are from around here, but
1: some of them uh, definitely are.
0: (laughs) Yep, greater Greater Los Angeles region, Um, and you know, actually, one thing we saw pretty quickly. Originally, I thought we were just kind of focused there, but we were having a number of our clients, caterers, and event planners come into us and saying, "Well, actually, if you had staff just a little bit farther away that were local, you know, I'm getting a lot of requests to do business in Palm Springs or in San Diego, and I'm having to turn it down because." I know I can get my food there, but I don't know if I can get my staff there. I have, you know, people that I like that I use locally, but when I, you know, if you you make them travel two hours, I'm not quite so sure. So we kind of realized that actually giving us some geographic scale um, would actually be in some ways a competitive advantage. So we really made an effort probably about three or four months ago to um, expand our network of, of tenders. So we are now in San Diego, Orange County, Los Angeles, all the way up to Palm Springs, the whole Inland empire, um, all the way up to Santa Barbara. So we're sort of in the, like the, the Southern, the greater Southern California, um, area. And, you know, it hasn't been, we'd like to have a wide spread of, of people because people like when the person who's coming to work, their event is local, right? Sure. In the of area, A little um, more relationship. Exactly. 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 Oh.
1: So, Got it. So you went from idea to creating the app and the platform, which like you know, there's a lot of technology capabilities out there to to enable that. What's been one or two of the biggest challenges in terms of getting this off the ground and, and getting it really rolling?
0: I think there's there's been two. One is on um, the tech side. We actually didn't have none of our co founding team uh, was technical, so we had ah, designers. Got we it. We had me. Um, and we had my friend Grant who was doing a great job on the bartender recruitment side, but we were having to sort of, we always felt as though the business side of things was leading the tech side of things. Uh, interesting. You know, okay. we had, we operated for about four months without an app Wow. and we're, we're doing it all manually basically. because I really wanted to test whether this was a business idea that worked on its own and then the tech would enable us to scale it and, hmm. and enhance it. But I felt like it needed to work on its own Got like it. It, or rather if it was working on its own, that was a great sign. So, but just throughout this whole process, it's been only recently has our tech gotten, um, reliable. So that's one challenge, um, that was just sort of maybe really unique to our, to our founding team. And the second one was that none of us really came from the events, space, <laughs> <Right>. which, <laughs> you know, it. you listen to all these podcasts or, or books on from founders and there is, certainly an advantage to coming from outside the industry because sure. you're able to look Put at with new fresh eyes and all Exactly.
1: Fresh eyes. Yep.
0: And that all is undeniably true, but there also is something to be said for, you know, having at least someone from the industry, uh, um, sure. to, you know, to refer you to people, having connections is really helpful. So it's been one of the things that I've worked out really, really hard over the last six to nine months is, you know, making friends, forming connections with people that are in the industry. And some of those people have been our biggest evangelists and really have been, um, Very very helpful.
1: Yeah, I can imagine relationships are key in in that world. Of you know, if you didn't come from the industry where you're building a solution, you've got to have some either advisory expertise right involved, or others that are investing, or uh, in other ways helping you with that. Versus being an expert in the industry and trying to solve for solve the the technology problem.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and that was one of the things when we raised money um, a couple months ago, we were able to bring on a couple strategic angel investors that were from the space, and so. That was also really, really important for us because they were able to put us in touch with their clients um, and get us a couple meetings that led to led to some good results for us.
1: That's very cool. I just love the approach. Okay, so um, what's what's next? What's the next six months look like? What are going to be keys to growth in in the next year?
0: Yeah, the next six months. I mean, this is kind of the part where things get exciting for us. <laughs> good. We have, our, we have our tech platform in a really good spot. Um, we just hired two new salespeople, so nice. you know, our, it's really just a question of how fast can we grow? You know, we work, um, right now we're doing around between 30 and 50 events a week wow. and it just needs to scale. And so the question really becomes for us, how fast can we grow it? How many people can we get on? Sure. Uh, and, how do you, you grow know, new markets?
1: We, I mean,
0: yeah, exactly. And I think I'm also, I don't know when exactly we'll launch to a new market, but certainly in the next six months, we'll at least do a test, a test run. And we have a couple of clients, for example, the obvious one, we be like San Francisco we have a couple of clients who do events in San Francisco and have mentioned to us, Hey, do you have anybody up there? So we'd be able to start not totally from zero, which would be nice. Um, but yeah, we're looking at just, it's a, it's sort of like time to put the pedal to the metal and, um, and grow quickly. So I think this has sort of been the last year. There's been a lot of, you know, getting us in the right spot and um, in, in thinking about setting us up for success. And, this is sort of now the time where we have to go, go prove it. So um, that's really cool. It's, it's, it's sort of the period that I'm, I'm pretty excited. About.
1: Yeah. I could see value in having like a tangential market like that, where it's close enough where, you know, you could, you could have uh, your, your team in a geography or, or, and, or, I mean, you may have it a case where someone says, you know what, I'll, I'll be your champion or your salesperson or your lead for a market, um, you know, that's not close to LA. it would be really interesting to see how that plays out for you guys.
0: Yeah, no, totally. I think one, you know, San Diego, which is sort of like a half a new market, it is in some ways that's close enough that we have some overlap, but it's been good to see, you know, a, like just the early returns on what works, what doesn't, both in terms of like, does it make sense to have one person in the city who's recruiting, um, talent and then the other person is running out and trying
1: selling to get events. Yeah.
0: Or does it make sense to have one person doing both or kind of just like questions like that that, um, you know, we're paying attention to and really trying to get a, sample size of one, of course, but trying to get a, a <laughs> right. good
1: money run. Yeah, we got to get you to Atlanta. With. I mean, come on. Yeah,
0: exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's an exciting time for us. I think this is sort of our, our opportunity to show uh, to show that it's a really scalable, big idea.
1: Oh, I, think this, it, I think it's really exciting. Well, um, I, I know a lot of our listeners will be interested in uh, learning more, connecting with you, t- discovering how they can potentially get involved in the community. What's the best way for them to engage with you guys?
0: Uh, two ways, probably. One is our website, just um, has an overview of everything we do, and there's also links to download the app. And if you're a bartender or server and you're listening and want to join, or are always looking for great new people. There's a link to apply there too. Um, and our website is www.tend.la, and um, or you can just go ahead and download our app if you go to. The, we're right now we're iOS only. Or we're still working on the Android version of the app, but. Um, on the App Store, we are tend uh, serve responsibly.
1: <laughs> and not tender, right? Just tend.
0: <laughs> not, not tender. You'll, you'll see. You'll see. You'll see. Tender come up with like, the of the rules, just in case they made a typo. But yeah, we're <laughs> under tend and then serve serve responsibly. It. So available for download.
1: I think that's awesome, and hey, listen, Davis. It's been great having you on the podcast. I think this is a really cool platform and service. I mean, there's nothing else I've seen out there like it. I think it's exciting and the the way you're leveraging technology is pretty innovative. So I really appreciate you coming on. Thanks for having me. We are excited, too. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson
0: Shapiro Peck. You can download additional Contender Cast episodes directly via the Apple iTunes App Store, the Google Play Store, Spotify, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the Contender cast, connect with us at contenderbrands.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.